Hey there, everybody. It's Travis here, and welcome to Everything and Nothing, the little show about everything, but also about nothing. And today, I want to talk about it being October and all, movies. Now, last year, I did a whole thing about horror movies, right, that were, like, about what my favorite were, or, you know, what was the scariest, and all that, and I realized, uh, there's always a list that's debatable about which horror movies are the scariest and which are the best and all this. But I also realized no one has ever done anything or I've never heard anyone talk about the horror movies that are so bad that they're good. The horror movies that you really can't stand that are like so awful to watch but you find some element in them that is tolerable. If that makes sense. And I've you know, me being the buff that I am, I've seen a lot of horror movies that I really think are, like, not good, but yet I still enjoy them, and then find myself watching them again. Like, what the hell, you know? So, I decided to talk about those movies on this show today, and I came up with a list of 10 random scary movies, or I guess horror movies, that I've seen over my life and <laughs> I wanted to run down the list and tell you why I think they're awful, but yet I still can't stop watching. It's 10, so it'll be really quick and fun. Yeah, fun and quick. So I want to start with... <laughs> I don't know why this is so funny. <laughs> But I wanted to start with, uh, we're going to go backwards. Well, no, we don't have to. Okay, let's start with the first one. Number one is Pumpkinhead 2. Pumpkinhead 2, I think it's called Bloody Wings or something like that. And this movie, <laughs> first of all, this is more entertaining than the first one. I remember the first one we saw. Uh when we rented it and you know me being again the film buff I am I'm like oh let's print this movie dad let's see what you know and he's like y'all want to see that and I probably convinced my sister and brother yeah like yeah let's watch this right and so I get it we get Pumpkinhead the first one and I really didn't pay attention to it and they didn't they fell asleep on it but I really didn't enjoy it that much and so then we rent the second one and this is probably like a year or so later. We read the second one. And it's more entertaining than the first one. But it's... I, I don't... It's, 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 it's still boring. And I only watched it because Soleil Moon Fry was in it. And, you know, Punky Brewster. But I knew her from being in uh, Sabrina the Teenage Witch at that time. And so she was the unrecognizable face in it. And so I'm like, oh... You know, I watched it because of her, basically. And then, uh, but I still didn't know what the hell was going on. And they, like, resurrected the, the soul of a man into the monster of Pumpkinhead. And he's killing them because they killed somebody else at the beginning or something. And I, 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 it's, it's it's really bad. It, it, is, it is bad. But I watched it just because I was trying to understand what the hell was going on. And when I watch it again, I still try to understand what the hell was going on. 
and some things don't make sense to me. But it's really eerie, and some scenes are quite, like, you know, dark and quiet, and you don't know when the jump scare is going to happen, so there is that in it. But other than that, it's, it's really bad. But yeah, I still love to watch it anyway when I can. So that's Pumpkinhead 2, Bloody Wings, I think it's called. And so the next one is Jason X. Now, I could have put every Friday the 13th on this list and stuff for maybe the first two, and then Jason Goes to Hell, and maybe Freddy vs. Jason. Those are like the four that I really, really enjoy that are actually good to me. But Jason X is one that's bad, but yet I still enjoy it. And I enjoy it because at least they did something new to it, to the franchise, and sort of tried to breathe new life into it. Because it was getting kind of stale with Jason just coming back, you know, due to some electrical reason or a thunderbolt or whatever the hell, or being kicked out of hell or whatever, and going back to Crystal Camp Lake. Like, it was getting ridiculous and, like, redundant. And so they did something new to it, and somehow Jason ended up in space. I don't know how the hell that happened. But I enjoyed Jason in space. I did. I really enjoyed Jason in space. I don't know why I I felt it was new. I felt like he was a whole entirely different, you know, creature and killer. And the effects of how, well, the ways they came up to kill people in this one were pretty entertaining to watch. But overall, it didn't, of course, it didn't make sense. And of course, it's kind of like, what the hell? But it's still good, and I still watch it. So there, Jason X. The third one on this list is one I watched a very, very long time ago when we used to get bootlegs on VHS. Y'all remember that? Mm-hmm. Well, I had this movie on VHS a long time ago, but it was like bootleg. And uh, I watched it, and it scared the hell out of me. But it, but watching it now, I'm like, what the hell is going on? And that's Pet Cemetery 2. Pet Cemetery 2 with Edward Furlong, and he plays this kid who loses his mom, right? And he has to move somewhere with his dad or something, or or his dad moves away or something, and he's left with, like, I don't know, some... I don't know, I forget. <laughs> so, I forget. It's been so long since I've seen it. Actually. But it's really weird, and then the cop guy he's left with, who's supposed to be, like, his stepdad, or... He ends up getting... But he comes back when he gets killed and he like messes with him the whole time and then he's been chased by the spirit of his mom because they get into a car accident at the beginning of the movie I think it is and she dies I think that's what it is and but his dad is nowhere to be found either so he ends up with this other family it's weird maybe I'm getting that wrong but that sheriff guy who he ends up staying with who's supposed to be his guardian or something he's the creepiest part of this movie and he's like messing with Edward's character the whole film trying to I don't know, kill him and turn him into a zombie or something I don't know but it's really weird but it's good but I'm still was like okay I can't follow kind of thing right it was like it had more of a supernatural element than the first one if that makes sense so yeah Pet Cemetery 3 I mean 2 really good but I mean I enjoyed it but really bad yeah that's the third one on the list Number four is uh, Blair Witch uh, 2. I forgot what the title was. Book of Shadows or, or something like that. This movie 
had me so confused. And it jumped back and forth so quickly. It it wasn't coherent to me. They are in this factory place. And what's his name from Burn Notice is like trying to, I guess, find out what happened to the people in the first Blair Witch, right? But then he has this whole other group of people with him who are supposed to be experts in their field or whatnot and then they're all standing together and then but at the beginning it shows like the characters i guess before they meet and somehow this is supposed to be important i don't get why and then they all end up together but then like he gets possessed somehow and he's going crazy i i don't i don't know I don't know, but I still like it, and I still watch it, because I'm, like, trying to figure out what the hell's going on. So, that's why. So, that's Bear Witch 2, Book of Shadows, I think it's called. Mm-hmm. Number five is Stay Alive. Now, for me, I can watch Stay Alive all day. You know, the whole video game killer, and I can watch that. Uh, it's, it's shot really well. So it makes it look creepy, but the story doesn't really make a whole lot of sense. Um, but I enjoy it, so therefore, leave it at that. Number six, another movie I really enjoyed, but was like stupid, and that and this is I like okay, you know the Dracula movies that came out in the two thousands, right? Uh, like Dracula two thousand, and then there was two more sequels, Le- Legacy was the third one but the second one was called Dracula to Ascension and again this doesn't make any sense but I really liked watching it okay it was with Diane Neal who you all know from uh, Law and Order and then uh, Jason Lee and then Jason London or the London twins and Craig Sheffer I think it was who you know we know from One Tree Hill I'm not running down everybody's IDM, IMDB. Anyway, um, they were all in this movie, and they're trying to discover the Fountain of Youth, or the not Fountain of Youth necessarily, but how to be immortal through Dracula's corpse. Because in the first Dracula, he, I mean, yeah, first Dracula, he didn't die, die, but uh, he was like stopped, right? And so they're trying to figure out how to be immortality and they're trying to figure out the trick to immortality and diane neal's character is the doctor who's trying to do this and then basically dracula wakes up and wreaks hell on everybody and turns everybody into one of him basically but it's fun to watch even if the story doesn't make sense completely because it's like you can't she got dracula shipped to her like he was just some gift to be unwrapped it was like this is like not possible or realistic but I enjoy watching it so there Dracula to Uncision Ascension tongue twister number 6 on this list is an older movie and I also enjoy it and it was during this time where all the slashers were popular in the 80's and it's Dracula I'm not Dracula (laughs) I still got Dracula in my brain but it's happy birthday to me Happy Birthday to Me came out in the 80s. I don't know exactly which year it came out, but it's basically about this girl who was celebrating her birthday, and someone's mad about that. So they decide to, like, kill all her friends 
and kill her and then have them all come to the birthday dinner as corpses or something. And it's really, you know, it's it's really hard trying to figure it out when you watch it. But it's interesting because you're like, who was doing this? But then in the end, the last act is like, oh, God, so bad. But also so good, so bad. It's like those kind of things. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, happy birthday to me. It turned the birthday into a horror nightmare, just like every other holiday the Slashers did in the 80s. But, yeah, happy birthday to me. Number eight is a newer film that's a story based on written, you know, something Stephen King wrote. And that's Dreamcatcher. Not everybody is in this movie. And when it came out, it really didn't do that good. But again, I like how it's filmed. And it's sort of gross in some scenes. And I don't understand the story still. Because I, I, I watch it and I go like, but what's going on? Like, they're in the cabin. And they're supposed to be stuck in the cabin. And they're like, uh, I don't know. Like, like stuck in the cabin. Then... They, they're lost, long, long lost lifelong friends, and then this monster comes and supposed to come and get them. I, I don't, and then the government's involved, and it's possessing one of the friends. Like, I watch it even though I don't know what the hell's going on, but it's still enjoyable. So, yeah, a dream catcher. I had that. I, it's, it's, oh, <laughs> I had a hard time trying to explain that, but yeah. Number nine is House of a Thousand Corpses. Enough said. I really uh, watch this movie so that I can understand. Like, all these movies I try to watch and understand. I didn't understand this movie at all. But I watch it because it's so absurd and crazy and wild, but yet entertaining and yet makes no sense to me. So yeah, House of a Thousand Corpses. Um, Rob Zombie definitely did better. So, yeah. Number 10. Okay. Now this takes the cake to me. Sometimes they come back again. Now, these monsters are supposed to, I don't know, come back because they're supposed to be doing something or the first movie um, had a whole different villain in it. But this villain here was mostly led by Alexis Arquette. God rest her soul. But when she was still a guy, she was in the movie and she played the villain. And uh, a dad trying to save his daughter from him and his crew who are trying to I don't know, suck your soul or eat your soul. Like, they're trying to do something, I forget. But I like this movie because I like Alexis's character in it. Even though I halfway knew what was going on, and I'm like, I don't know why they want to kill her. And I think Allison Hannigan was in it, too. Yeah, but it's like another one I watch and try to figure out and decipher and try to make it make sense, but it never does. But again, it's fun to watch all this, sh- you know, hit the fan and then be like, okay. It's like mindless, numbness, fun. Some of these movies. All of these movies, actually. And, and, and yes, they're not 
that well written and you know uh, shot or acted but they're enjoyable anyway and so that's my list of horror movies that are so bad for me that I like them anyway and watch them anyway and I hope you well don't want to say I hope you watch them but look them up and see if you have seen or would enjoy watching these kinds of films during this holiday season I mean we all know what the classics are right so try watching one that isn't a classic but yet you might still end up enjoying it anyway try that yeah so with that I'm going to let you all go now. Thank you for listening. Let me try to explain how I like these movies, and yet they're so bad anyway. And I will talk to you guys later. All right? Okay.